Hi, and welcome to Designer Discussions. Today, we're going to talk about what do interior design clients really need? What are they looking for and how can you provide it? Welcome to the Designer Discussions podcast. Tune in each week where we discuss marketing, branding, PR, and business advice for design professionals. So first off, Jason, I want to say thank you for forcing and getting us together to do the podcast. I know that we drug you into Clubhouse, but this is really turning out to be a good thing that I feel like we're accomplishing something. So I just want to say thank you for inviting us to make a a podcast and doing all of the work and doing all of the editing, putting together the website and all that stuff. And I just want to say thank you, Jason, for all of that. I appreciate that, Maria. And I want to thank you to you and Miriam for accepting because doing podcasting is it takes work and we have a team here and I actually appreciate the both of you all for that. Have you ever wondered how should you talk to your interior design clients? How do you talk to your one client that you want to hire you over and over again? How is it that you engage them So today we're going to dig in. Jason has already provided us an avatar exercise in episode six, and we're going to talk to him about why interior designers need an avatar, and we're going to actually do one today. Jason, so why is the avatar so important? How does it help me to understand more about my business? Well, what the avatar does, it helps to explain who your audience is. And when you know who your audience is, now you know how to develop the content for your website, for social media, for ads, and it helps you target your audience the right way and speak to them. Because what we find in ads, when we work with clients that do their own ads, whether that be Google ads, whether that be Facebook ads, Where they waste a lot of money is in the messaging. They are not messaging the right individuals. And so when you miss the mark on messaging, you're actually wasting money because you're sending the ad out to individuals and prospects and potential clients that have no interest in what you have to say or what you have to offer. But when you dial in the messaging, when you know who your client avatar is, now you can speak their language and you can relate to them in a way that they now believe you are the right answer for them, that you are the solution provider for what they're looking for, for their issue. Awesome. Thank you, Jason. So one of the things I think that interior designers don't understand is that we're elusive. We are these unicorns running around in the field of design centers that are closed off to the public. And so we're a little bit intimidating. We are not exactly the most clear industry as to what it is we do and how we do it. And for that reason alone, whenever someone is looking at hiring an interior designer, they are going to look at you from the perspective of this special mystical beast that's living in a magical world that they've never entered into before. So when they come to us, what are they really looking for? What are they really thinking? And they might be a little bit scared to talk to you. So let's dive in a little bit and discuss what is an avatar and how does it work for your business? So one of the exercises that you can do that's pretty fast is think about your five best clients. How did they find you? 
what do they have in common? What do they like? You can think about, is it their gender? Is it their type of job? Is it how many hours they work? Is it their income level? Is it the type of project? So once you start looking at all of those things, like what type of car do they drive? Where do they go on vacation? Do they have vacation homes? Do they have a yacht, a boat, whatever those things are, you can start to identify the things that they have in common that make them a good client for you and you a good designer for them. And so you want to start positioning your business to talk to them in your bio, in your website, in any of your advertising that you are talking directly to that person. Mm -hmm. So we're going to do a quick little exercise where we might pretend like uh, there is a client and we're wanting to learn about their avatar. And then we're going to talk about how we can play that into into, um, an application into a design business. So, hi, Jason. It's nice to meet you. So tell me a little bit about how many hours a week you work where do you like to travel? Do, what kind of level of service do you like when you take your car into the car dealership, right? So I can ask those types of questions or I can learn those things about you and I can find out a lot. Like if Jason only likes to go to the BMW dealership where he pays up front for his service agreement for the whole year, and then he gets concierge level services when he brings in his car, I can learn a lot about who he is. I can also know that Jason travels a whole lot. He likes to go to lots of different places and that impacts his perspective on what he thinks is nice or not nice. That's going to impact if he feels like a room that's being designed is done on the same level as a high-end hospitality type project. So Jason's experiences are going to be of a nice, luxurious style because he's used to that type of life whenever he's out on the road. So even he, he might be at a place in his life where he wants to bring it into your home. But has he ever worked with a designer before? And why is it that he thinks now he's looking for a designer? So all of those elements is what is going to start to build up your avatar. And you can begin to talk to them from those same types of terms and same types of languages. Like you can say, you can begin to talk to your client about, hi, I'm a designer and my business provides concierge level services for people who like a hotel or spa-like experience that occurs in their own home. We take away the burden of time and emotional barriers to secure your project, make your environment safe, beautiful, whatever the things are that that client is looking for. And that is how you turn around and you talk to them. So what are some of the things that interior design clients are looking for? Well, number one, they're looking for someone to support the emotional burden that they're carrying right now on their project. They are standing there scared. They're spending a million dollars, $2 million, $3 million, $500,000 on furniture, whatever it is, that's an expensive investment. So when they hire a designer, they're looking for someone to protect them that they feel safe with, that they feel secure, that are still going to be there in a couple of years, and that are going to continue to take care of them even in like a long-term situation and provide them some concierge-style experiences, things to keep things easier for them, for them, things that'll help their life go better, right? So as you're looking at who your client avatar is and you start to build, so as we're talking about this, you can start to look at your client avatars and say, who, who is this person and, and what is it that they're looking for? 
And you can start to see how you can build that into your business and into your communication. So when you write your bio, you're going to want to address their pain points. You're going to want to talk about some of the things that are their issue. You know, you have some designers that only want to work with people who both people are full-time employed. Some people um, like it because they want their clients to not have any spare time to worry about their project. You will also have people who like to work with families with kids and that they their messaging is, I know you really want that beautiful all-white house, but you have kids and dogs and a wine collection. And how can you make all those things fit together? And someone is going to read that and go, oh my gosh, that interior designer gets me because that's what bothers me. I want that beautiful white house that whenever I take a picture, everything looks crisp and clean, but I have three kids, I have two dogs, and we do drink wine at night and sometimes we spill it on things. So these are all of the things that you start to see when you build out your client avatar. Almost all clients are looking for safety, security, protection of their investments. So keep that in mind. That's their ultimate goal. But what they're wanting to do is you're going to want to create their level of comfort, their level of service, and their level of like budget savviness, whatever that is for them during the process. So another reason why that it's important to understand what a client avatar is and what what that means for you is that when you start looking at business consultants or you start looking at someone that you want to buy their processes and procedures or their systems for their business, look at their client avatar. Look at it very in-depth and look at it very specifically. If that designer who's selling their business practices and systems tells you that their clients are one thing, like they are a double working income family with a vacation home and have no kids, and you specifically market on Facebook groups to moms and want to talk about those white sofas that you know can like be childproof, you do not want to look at their processes and systems to replicate exactly what it is that you would do in your business because you are actually trying to market and provide services to a different avatar, a completely different person. So Jump back over to episode number six, what it takes to make an interior designer and marketable, and then download the Identify Your Ideal Client Workbook and work through this. It's something you could do over a glass of wine in the evening and really just look at who is your ideal avatar. Then look at your website, look at your social media, look at your bio. Are you talking to that person in all of those formats? And all of this will begin to help make everything a little bit easier for your business. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Designer Discussions. What was your takeaway? Care to share your thoughts and tag Jason, Maria, and Miriam on social media? You can find them on all platforms at designerdiscussions.com. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and leave a review or comment for this episode from wherever you are listening.